0: One hundred point seven FM WHIN ten ten AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program. Each Sunday morning at ten AM, Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, two twenty one Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. MMLS number five one eight one five eight. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Welcome
1: into Sumner County Spotlight. I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. And we're here for another Sunday of F&M Bank's Sumner County Spotlight. We always try to come up with the unique topics and things that are are of interest to everybody and worthy topics as well. I came across an event that's coming up. We're going to talk about that. So I wanted to bring in Darlene Bearden. She has this event coming up, and she's also involved with an organization I want her to tell you about. So Darlene, thank you so much for coming in, and you have to enlighten us about yourself and what you have going on.
2: Well, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Um, I am the president of the chapter of the Arc of Tennessee uh, called the Arc of Cumberland Valley, and that we work with a group of people with disabilities, Okay. and we're across four different counties, Sumner and Trousdale being two of those, but uh, the main thing that we try to do is to make sure that people with disabilities, uh, both intellectual and developmental, that they have an outlet for meeting others with like disabilities and meeting others that will help them socially.
1: So those with the needs, so that can be autism,
2: absolutely, et
1: cetera, et cetera, absolutely.
2: right? Absolutely. And
1: you help organize and create like support activities for them that they can engage. We do. And and a lot of these are kids, right? That have right. aged out of high school.
2: Right. That's why we called it Project Twenty Two because okay. they age out of high school at twenty two. So it's it's young adults. Mm-hmm. Many of them are no longer young and they still are very involved in the organization but we we have expanded from one day a month to two days a month okay. the second and the fourth Saturdays and we try to provide a little respite for families that can drop their loved one off and we take care of them for a couple of hours and keep them well entertained sure. and they have fun together.
1: Well that's great. I mean uh, the parents really need that.
2: <laughs> they I do. Mean,
1: they go through you know it's quite quite stressful you know the more, I guess, prevalent the disability is, the more work they have to do. And they, they just need that extra help. And you, you all provide that for them. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: A lot of stress on families. Yes.
1: So there's a, a lot of these these kids. Now, do you have a limit that you can take in?
2: We really don't. We, uh, we've we grown into a space that's fairly large, okay. but we the church at First Baptist Church Hendersonville provided space for us. And it is our permanent space, but they also are aware that if we outgrow that space that we may need more and mm-hmm. they're very willing to do that. Right now we have about 30 that come every Saturday, but we we do have the opportunity to grow if we need to. We've had many more. Now we'll we'll have activities like a Valentine's Dance that's coming up in February okay. and it, we'll probably have a hundred there. So we'll expand into the student area and we'll have, when we have activities like that, we invite the whole family. We We have lots of, lots of fun.
1: Good. So, what kind of activities? You said you're, you've you've kind of up the times they come to once or twice a week now.
2: Well, they, they come twice a month. Now. Twice a month. Okay. Yes, and we do. We always play bingo. That's their. The, that's <laughs> the one activity that we have to do because they love that. They love to win prizes. They. We have a fundraising person on our board, and he makes sure that there's pizzas for gifts, there's cakes, there's all kinds of goodies, yeah, yeah. and then also gift cards and things like that. Okay. So it's a it's a fun. fun thing and they loved play bingo but we also have crafts and we might do dances we might do uh you know learning the hokey pokey doing exercise type things okay anything that will stimulate their their minds and to help them to really learn better how to socialize with others Mm
1: -hmm. well that social interaction uh i think is very important because like you said if they come home from school where they have a structure which i think is very important as well but if they come home and they sit on the couch they become mush as couch potatoes i mean the brain has to be stimulated and you all provide that
2: right and and the one thing that we saw was that there were a lot of students in that kind of a situation their their parents were still working outside the home and they were at home they were they're grown and they can you know pretty much take care of themselves Mm -hmm. a lot of them but they need to be with others and they don't need to be you know watching tv all day
1: yeah well that's that's very true.
2: That's true for all of us. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, I mean, the activities that you have, I think, are, are helpful. And I mean, First Baptist is is incredible. They have a great uh, facility there, a great campus, and they're allowing you to use that. I mean, is is commendable. So, what are the kind of uh, options do you
2: have for these adults? Well, many of them are involved with other organizations now that have come on since we started. Mm-hmm. The Special Needs Sports Foundation provides a lot of different sporting activities for them, basketball, softball, you know, a lot of things like that, if they are able physically to participate in those kind of activities. Um, There are other organizations out there that are, are really recognizing the need. First Baptist, one of the things that we provided several years ago was a buddy break program. And this is for children with disabilities to allow once a month to allow families to drop kids off for three hours and just give them a break. Mm-hmm. And so there's there are other things in the community going on. I think there's a greater recognition than ever before that this is a population that is in some ways forgotten. Yeah. And one of the things that, that I recognized Uh, I've been a Sunday school teacher for adults with special needs for about 20 years one of the things that that I recognized was that they they need that socialization and families need the respite so when we when we started working with project 22 and and I was not the founder of that by any means I got on later on because I had students in my class that kept asking me we you know come to project 22 and see me do whatever it is mm-hmm. you know they want they felt like they wanted to show what they had learned or what they could do and and so i got to be a very strong advocate and uh and a very much involved volunteer Uh, i don't have children with disabilities i'm very blessed in that and but i do know lots of families now that have struggled with so many things one of the things that i think that I, I didn't realize early on was you know these students they don't grow up and leave home and we sort of forget that mm-hmm. that families that have a a child with a disability many times that person is not going to be self-sufficient ever
1: yeah well <laughs> there you go you have this this you know, organizations that are able to help out and that's a great thing about it right and so the project 22 started in 2011 is that correct yes yeah. correct so you've been around a little bit you've been able to, to you know Learn some things over right. the years, and you always continue to learn more how to make things better and dealing with different situations. They what teach
2: are, me lots of things. <laughs> is that right? That's right.
1: And and it it's so inspiring, especially when you watch them grow and they're happy and they're engaging, and instead of just becoming brain mush, right? You know, I and think they're that's, developing. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, it's not like they can't grow or learn yeah. or develop. We all can do that. We're as long as we're alive, we can do that. But I think that one of the things. That is such a blessing is to see when they start, they're, you know, kind of timid about other you know, being around other people and that sort of thing, because some of them have h- had a break between school and the time that they mm-hmm. actually came to Project 22. And they are so much more social now. And it's fun to watch that. Yeah. They have friends and they look forward to the opportunity to see their friends and mothers have an opportunity to see other mothers that are in the same situation. Yeah,
1: that's no, great. Now, do you have uh, transportation where you can? No?
2: We don't. We don't provide transportation. Uh, that would be a one Wonderful opportunity to do that. Hello yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if anybody would like to get on board with that, we'll talk to you. We would love to have more services. And the, the Arc of Tennessee, they do provide a lot of services in some of the counties, a lot more services than we do. They provide day programs and, mm-hmm. and you know, even even uh, respite programs for overnight stays and things okay. like that. We're not to that point yet. Uh-huh. That's sort of a dream, but <laughs> it's always good to dream.
1: So the ARC, tell us about that. I hadn't heard of it before, but it sounds like a wonderful organization. So tell, tell us about the ARC. The ARC, Arc and- of
2: Tennessee has been around for a long, long time. Uh, people that have that are professionals in, in this whole realm of, of working with uh, people with disabilities. There are many paid chapters. There are people that, that provide services of all kinds, but one of the things that they really provide That has been a benefit to us. And the reason that we've remained that we became a chapter and that we've remained a chapter is because they provide a lot of resource information. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are people that really are professional. There are attorneys that understand guardianship and conservatorship. There are there are lots of, of. Resources that we wouldn't have as a local group,
1: and I guess you have support of the government, you know, through the state and things of that well, nature, the uh, congressman, and y-
2: yes, the Arc of Tennessee does, and some of the local chapters do. We okay. do not have any service providers. Uh, right. We don't have any e- either local, state, or federal funding at all.
1: Okay. Now, if somebody wanted to find out more about Project 22, of course, you are right close here. So what would be a good way for them to, to contact you?
2: Well, we do have a website, and uh, you can go to Project 22, Arc of Cumberland Valley. Yeah. That's really important because there yeah. are some other project 22s out yes. there that are not necessarily connected to us yeah. and they can do it that way they can always reach out to the uh, First Baptist Church has the number okay. they have you know all kinds of contact information for us they're very good about helping us to to route people especially uh, people that come into the community moving here mm-hmm. we have a lot of people moving in yes. from other states
1: I know that yeah <laughs> and people are looking
2: for yeah. resources for their you know their loved ones we might not have the resource that we can provide them but we can put them on to other resources yeah
1: so what kind of needs are you needing at this particular point
2: well we're always needing volunteers yeah. one of the things that people might not think about is that when our students are there and their moms or their caregivers need to run to the store or need to just get out for a few minutes go get a coffee mm-hmm. um we need people that would be, that would come and just be a friend, be a buddy. Yeah. To We have students that are very high functioning and they play bingo and they can help others play bingo. Yeah. Then we have some that really don't know how to find their, their numbers. So it, it, to have a volunteer that's one on one with that student, or we're doing a craft and that person is just lost. They really, you know, you show the whole group how to do it, but we need volunteers that can be at each table to help help students that that are really struggling we don't want them to feel like they're left behind and so volunteers are always needed and then of course we have we play bingo every twice a month and we're always looking for sponsors to provide things for our students Mm -hmm. we have several wonderful sponsors right now that provide things twice a month for our bingo prizes and that's that's huge
1: now you don't necessarily need training for this to be a volunteer oh no no so we'll, you can come in and you'll tell them what we need absolutely. to do absolutely we'll have to be you compassionate started. and understanding sure. you have to have patience
2: be open-minded
1: I, I, open-minded yes. Yeah. because we
2: we do have spills and uh, falls and we have seizures and we have we have things that happen and so you just kind of have to be ready to expect anything yeah <laughs> and and be calm
1: well i think you you have to be on on top of that and of course you you have people there that have experience oh with that. So you're, yes, you're not. You don't have to be. Training. I mean, some people might feel a little scared right. about, about doing it. Right. That they might do something wrong, you know, but. Right. I think we could get past that. And right. you just need bodies to help. And it's right. just gonna, you're, exactly. you're going to feel good by doing that.
2: Exactly. So. Well, when the when I started teaching people with special needs uh, in Sunday school, I'd never really been around anybody mm-hmm. with special needs. And my husband had he was a, a um, project manager for a local program working with people with special needs. And and he was very comfortable. The first day I walked into class and there were 30 people sitting there looking at me. I, I didn't know what I had stepped into (laughs) because I was so incompetent I didn't know what to expect and they have been a huge blessing to me I can tell you I have gotten much more out of that than I've ever given so anybody that wants to get involved in this is just is going to be blessed you're going to be very surprised and you're going to fall in love with these students because they're just tremendous.
1: Well, and we have, um, I guess, a special event coming up. And when yes. we come back on the other side, I want to jump into that because that that sounds really exciting and it's coming up real soon. So we're going to take this break. We'll be back with more of Sumner County Spotlight.
0: FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com.
1: And we're back with more of Sunder County Spotlight, Uh, your host Jeff Shannon here. And we're going to continue our conversation with Darlene Bearden, and she's with Project 22. Now, there is a lot of Project 22s out there. Yes. (laughs) And so you just have to find the one for the Arc of Cumberland Valley. Right. uh, Would be the the (laughs) right place (laughs) to go. Right. You know what, I'm real excited about this, and this is what kind of uh, cued me, and I guess Ginger McClendon is uh, kind of involved in this, and she's good that way, and she does a lot lot of great things and just has a a great giving heart
2: she does
1: you know so we're going to be doing a benefit show and maybe tell us a little bit about
2: that okay well ginger reached out to me and said do you remember the fundraiser that someone's in the kitchen did for us a couple three years ago we're going to do that again (laughs) <laughs> so I love for people to reach out to me and say it's already planned uh, instead of let's talk about something or let's think how we could plan that. Uh, Ginger is a go getter; she's oh, great. She is. But someone's in the kitchen is going to provide the space. They're going to provide the dinner. Then we're going to have bins to collect items for mm-hmm. different organizations, which I think is tremendous. I'm sure that if you wanted to drop something off, you couldn't be there on the second of February. Yes. Ginger really has capital. On 2222. At 522. Uh, at 522.
1: And the tickets are only $22. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: it's really catchy. Uh, yeah, Ginger's got a way with, uh, with figuring things yeah. out like that. <laughs>
1: well, I like you. You know, you have uh, collection boxes that will be there for the Samaritan Center here in Hendersonville, the this, this Senior Center. Julie's always, you know, needing paper goods and such. Uh, the Crisis Pregnancy Center in Grace Place, diapers and pull ups, wipes and things that way. And always cash. Cash. We love cash <laughs> donations.
2: <laughs> yes, there will be opportunities to donate to several different organizations, which I really appreciate that Ginger thought that out. And mm. so it's not just about Project 22, but we are uh, one of the beneficiaries, and we really appreciate yeah. that. And it's going to be a fun night. Uh, when we did this before, we had some artists that were there. We had people that came and ate supper, but then we had other people that just came and, and stood around the wall and listen to some of these artists. And uh, I think, Jeff, you probably know more about the, these artists, these local artists than I do. I haven't seen most of them, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Well, one of the guys there I'm real excited about, he's uh, a friend of the show here, and Rob Arthur. Now, Rob lives right here in Hendersonville. He's a singer-songwriter, he, a keyboardist, vocalist, that plays guitars, and he's the music director with Peter Frampton, and he's been doing that for 16 years. He's been on tour with Peter, so it's, it's going to be an honor to see him perform and you know just the energy and the, the excitement that he brings to it to a room he's invited a you know a couple other friends there and of course got to have Devin O'Day I mean she is the queen <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean Devin is is just incredible so she does a, a great job doing this and she does have a passion for the for the music business and such I'm I'm glad to uh, uh, be seeing her there so I guess we we have other artists like Jeremiah Ritchie now he's a singer-songwriter and he was on The Voice and uh, back in 2013 and he's got some some hits that he's got going on. We've got Eric Perrion a singer-songwriter. It's just I think it's cool because this gives them kind of like a, a intimate listening room kind of concept where they can sit around and and talk about the songs and, you know, how that inspired them and uh, you know, that that's really cool to sit and listen to the behind the scenes. How did this come about? Uh, how did this song get inspired? With the to bring in those words and and bring it all together to make a great song. And then Gordon Kennedy. Of course, he's a, a Grammy Award-winning uh, singer-songwriter. And he played with Garth Brooks. It's just going to be exciting. And in fact, he even uh, did a, uh, wrote a song, uh, Change the World. It was recorded by Eric Clapton. So I think that's very impressive. So you got, you got some heavy hitters here. We but you're really going to be able do. to sit up close and listen and right. feel the passion of the music and you know what went behind that song and, and to make it where it is right now. So
2: And the unfortunate thing, or sometimes maybe the fortunate thing, is that there are only 60 seats. Yeah. So you are really in an intimate setting. Unfortunately, we can't seat everyone, but that means that people need to get those tickets now
1: okay next year we're at Bridgestone, so let's let's That's fill, right. <laughs> fill that place up this is your opportunity
2: to you know to get up close and personal with some really famous people yeah. that yeah. live right here in our community yeah and of course the
1: artists are going to have their merch on, available for purchase as well and uh you know they're supplying this uh, out of their time to help support a, a really great cause which is the p22 project uh, we're talking with darlene Bearden right now and you know i think it's just a great thing that you're doing when you have people that you know want to help out doing benefits like this we can take all the help we can get (laughs) these days you know what i mean it's correct and and people will step up and that's a great they really will and
2: you know because we don't get any funding from any um any governmental funding that's a a a way that we can really do the things that we need to do for for the students and we can really individualize the services when needed because we we do help their families when you know we we all worry about them and and they're concerned about them and so some Sometimes it's all about a family that's in need. What we, I, I guess our, the benefit is that we do have the opportunity to, to work more one-on-one with families, and and we have so many families moving into this area that people are bringing uh, students and saying, you know, do you have anything at all that, that my student can do? And a lot of them are looking for a job, yeah. and you know that's one of the things that is sort of my goal. If a, we have an individual that is capable of working in a a job outside the home. We really encourage that. And we have some fantastic employers in Sumner County Mm -hmm. that are willing to take a chance on someone with a disability. And most of the time, what they find out is that they become one of their outstanding employees because they'll be there when others won't be. Sure. And and they take a lot of pride in in working. So we're always looking for new employers. Yeah,
1: and, and that's always exciting to see them advance, see them progress, have, learning something new, and how excited they get about learning it. So I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Now, what are some of the projects uh, that the students have been in, involved with?
2: Well, we have done a victory garden for the veteran, the VFW. We did that for a couple of years and and that was very successful. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, they kind of took that over after we got it started. And we've done a lot of things with the VFW and they've done a lot for us. They've provided different activities for us, and and we're always in the veterans parade, so we're very involved with the VFW and with veterans uh, causes because we believe very strongly in that. We also participate in the Christmas parade in Hendersonville, and we do. We've done some fun activities. We've gathered baskets and delivered them to different people in the community, oh, yeah. Great. and so a lot of things we. You know, Jeff, we sort of have this idea that this population, we need to give to them. And I have the idea that they need to give back yeah. because there's a sense of real belonging and feeling very loved and accomplished sure. when you give back.
1: Yeah, well, I like that you also helped out the Sumner County Humane Society, and they're yes. really, really in need of supplies. Oh yeah, because they're so busy down there, and people will drop stuff off at 16 Volunteer Drive. They do a great job over there and uh, helping out all the fur babies. And oh the, yeah,
2: it's tremendous. You know, it, it's
1: it, you just got to help, and you've you guys right. donated blankets to them and and help them out, and they they're gonna just hug your neck for that.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> had a lot of fun making those blankets and delivering them and, yeah. and in learning more about the. One thing that we try to do is learn about the organization that we help. Mm-hmm. So we have them come, do a little presentation, learn more on Veterans Day. Mr. Moomie, who is at the VFW post, well, who
1: can say no to Dave? I mean, I you know, just can't. he's <laughs> wonderful,
2: and he came and did a lot of, of really education on the on Veterans Day and what that means, and and I appreciated that. And and you know these students, they're not in school anymore, so they're not getting that kind of information that they might have gotten in school or mm-hmm. or additional information. Uh, on educational topic. And I learn something every time we have a special guest like that. Uh, Mr. Mooney's one that he could tell you something, you know, and something that you've never read in a book
1: anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the VFW does great things. I mean, they have a food pantry they do and and they're always involved, putting on the Veterans Day Parade, which is tremendous. And what a great turnout that is. And it's just people in this community come together. When you have special events like you're going to be doing here and, you know, the benefit show, I think is a great idea, because people want to get back out and hear music live.
2: They sure did. <laughs> you know, it's time. You
1: see, it, yeah, you see it on Zoom and on, on Facebook Live and things like that. But when you're sitting in front of an artist who has this great capability of communicating through music, people are going to jump at that. And I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to uh, hear Rob and all the guys uh, do their thing because it's going to be tremendous. But you have to get your tickets. Now, you yes. can either get them at the door or you can go to SITX is what it's called, uh, at SITX, and you, you get tickets there as well. It might be standing room on only, what do you think?
2: It might be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we did the benefit before, we had the dinner, and then we had some people that just dropped in and made donations, and just sort of stood around the wall <laughs> to hear the artist. And it was it was just a fun night. It was a very relaxing, very fun night. So yeah. anybody that that um, has the opportunity to come, because at five twenty-two we're going to open the door yep. for dinner, but okay. seven o'clock we're going to start the show. Kick it off, and there's going to be lots and yeah. lots of F- fun music and, and entertainment and, and you know you yeah. probably can get a, an autograph if you want Oh yeah want absolutely.
1: <laughs> well and, and it's going to kick off Wednesday night February 2nd so it's coming right up here and dinner and the show uh, dinner and the show $22. Right. So you come come where early where can you get that? At the, the great food that someone's in the kitchen. Now if you don't know where they're at there 109 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville real easy to find just pull right in there and try to find a space to park <laughs> (laughs) because it's yeah it's it's going to be jammed out so they will have a cash bar there as well so we're excited about that but you uh, write this number down uh, folks it's 615-757-3236 so if you have any questions uh, things of that nature uh, go ahead and do that and you're you're not going to be disappointed it's going to be a great thing and it's groundhog day so you know what that means this show is going to be going over and over and over. <laughs> it's just going to keep happening. So the more times it, it dares, the more money you get.
2: And, <laughs> and we hope that it would be wonderful if this becomes yeah. an yeah. annual event. Yeah,
1: well, it, And it, I it, think Ginger's
2: probably got that in mind. Well,
1: <laughs> well, she's got so much energy. she'll will keep her busy. That's right. <laughs> For real. Project 22, do you have like main sponsors that you, you guys have that help you out on a continual basis? Well, so.
2: we, we're very fortunate to have uh, Mid-South Produce. We have Papa John's, we have Speedway, we have Publix, and we have Slim Chickens. And there Love are Slim so Chickens. Many, yeah, I yes. Slim Chickens. They are wonderful to Mr. us. Mr. Car Wash. And Mr. Car Wash, Mr. Car Wash is doing the food for our Valentine's dance. That's coming oh, oh, up. Oh, tell
1: us about uh, that. Well, oh, yeah. uh,
2: we're we're going to be at the uh, First Baptist Church in the mm. underground, which is underground. The student. Yeah, it's underground. <laughs> it's the student ministry area, and we will have a. We're going to have Danny Hall as our DJ, and he is fantastic. And we will start at five okay. and go to eight. We'll have dinner provided by Mr. Car Wash. Uh, they've done a dinner for us before, and mm. Oh, not to be missed. They are fantastic. (laughs) Even though that's not their area of expertise. They're a really good cook. And they came in uh, last time and served and just, Tremendous fellows, and they're from all over the area. And what uh, date is that managers. going to be again? That's going to be the 12th of February.
1: 12th of February, it starts at what time?
2: At 5 o'clock.
1: At First Baptist, Hendersonville. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. have to go, go around back?
2: you go, yes, if you go to the front of the building okay. and you turn left and you just follow the All the, the way around the back. And yeah. you'll see okay. the student ministry. And we the down tickets on the underground.
1: So anybody can attend?
2: Uh, people can attend, but I will need an RSVP. So okay. they will need to call me.
1: Okay, what's your number?
2: 615 364. 4264.
1: Okay, so and it's if, an
2: opportunity to become a member of Project Twenty Two. It okay. is our big membership okay. opportunity. Okay,
1: so that leads me to that. So, how would somebody become a, a member of Project Twenty Two?
2: Well, we have one really push of membership a year, and that's our at our Valentine's dance. But okay. you can become a member any time during the year. We just want people to sign up. We ask that they give a donation of twenty-two dollars for their membership fee. That really covers the membership that we pay to yeah. the Arch of Tennessee, and then they get the student gets two shirts, so it's okay. really a wash. So we don't wow, really that organization doesn't make any money off that, but right. it, it does make you an official member of Project 22. Wow,
1: I'm totally impressed, and I, I'm so happy that we were able to get you here. And uh, we got this event coming up on real soon on Groundhog Day, so you got to check that out over at Someone's in the Kitchen. And we've been talking with Darlene Bearden with Project 22. So, Darlene, thank you so much for taking your time to come in.
2: I was glad to be here. Yeah. Thank Thank you for inviting me, and and thank you for letting me spread the word about Project 22. It's my favorite thing
0: to talk about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight right after this.
0: FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back
1: with this segment of Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. And we're going to continue our conversation with James Sanders. Now, he's the owner and operator of ABC Cleaning and Restoration. Been doing this 15 years, have you? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's that's a lot of cleaning. That's a lot of cleaning. <laughs> and... I would say, well, let, let's cover some gross stories you've run into, some some of the worst properties you've had to, to run into, like you know fires and s- smoke issues. You can go in and clean uh, as well.
3: Yeah, I I do a little of, of, of that, not a whole lot. I really try to just stay away from that, but but I, I can do it as long as it's not a lot of water damage. Right, I can go in and I can get rid of of, of the smoke and I can I can clean up the, the fixtures or you know the furnitures and you know and different things like that. And Clean out the um, the air duct system Uh, as long, like say, as long as there's not you know a lot of water damage. Yeah. Well,
1: and and that's the thing that most people wouldn't even wouldn't know how to do anyway. You've got to bring in professionals to to clean. If you if you had you know smoke issue in your business or a fire or something like that, you got to bring in the pros to do that because there's a lot of hidden things that you wouldn't even think about.
3: Right. And the thing about it is, you have to touch pretty much. You got to touch everything. In that facility, mm-hmm. because the the smoke goes everywhere. It's just like if you ever did any remodeling in your house and you sand it drywall and you think you have it everything covered up, and then when you move the covering, the drywall dust is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the smoke is, is the same <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah,
1: totally. And it gets into places you would never think. You never think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, I guess if you if, if something like that got in the air duct system, would be an additional problem.
3: Yes, it, it really could be. If if your system is on and and, and the uh, fire breaks out, and you gotta have a lot of smoke. Of course, do, your return vent is, is going to pull all that smoke through, through your system. Wow! So um, I can I can clean out your uh, uh, vents, I can, mm-hmm. all your lateral lines, your return line, your main trunk line, and stuff like that. But then you still might have an issue with the system itself. Depends on how much smoke.
1: You get yeah, because people don't realize what that can do. That soot gets in those electronic components and things right. like that, and it's not a good thing. No, no, no it's not. Now, in a normal situation, there's been a lot of uh, news about duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning, which blew me away when I saw the stat you sent over. It says 17,000 fires caused by dryer vent clogs up. I mean, that's
3: crazy. Right. And uh, that on average per year. And so what's happening here is when your your, dryer is running, of course, it produces heat and then it it, it vents out. So normally it vents out the back uh, and and then outside of, of the structure. So if something clogs that line, mm-hmm. your dryer is still producing that uh, heat, mm-hmm. and then if something happens and there's a spark or something that that, that gets into that line that that lint is very flammable. Yeah, it, sure. It goes up like in 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 a in Real fast, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then also uh, a lot of your newer dryers, the ones that have all the computers on it, the ones you can order your lunch on or whatever, <laughs> the fancy <laughs> um, ones, the fancy ones. Yes, <laughs> if they do not have a good vent system, if something is clogging up the vent system, it will throw a code and stop working.
1: Then you're wondering
3: what's going on? Where yes, I just, you know, <laughs> I paid $10,000 for this dryer because it's not working. It's because your, uh, wow. the, uh, the vent is stopped up.
1: And what are some of the preventative uh, measures one would take? The one thing I learned, which I- I'm glad I talked to you about it, is having one of the, um, I guess the, what do they call it, the tubes that dryer into the wall, the, the little oh, vent thing?
3: Yeah, just one of your um, uh, dryer vent you know tubes I guess yeah. that's, that's what you call it. A lot of people make a mistake by having them, having them too long.
1: Okay. And that's then, one was, thing
3: I, I was impressed by, it, I, <laughs> and I'm guilty of that. Because <laughs> what's happened is if it's really long, then the time you, you hook it up and then you squeeze that dryer back to where it needs to be, that, uh, that line can, can get crimped. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and then that cuts down on, on the flow.
1: Right. And it could cause a problem, I guess, if, it, if it, there is a, a clog that happens in there. It's going to just keep building up because you're in a, in a certain spot of it. Right. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a, you know, a great tip. Now, I guess it's better if it's closer. You don't have a huge tube that you have to deal with if it's right close to the wall and leads out to the outside.
3: Right. The shorter that tube is, the better it's going okay. to dry and, and the less trouble that you will have. Uh, but I've seen dryer vents in, in homes that are over 30 feet. You know, wow. well, you know, and that's a long way. It is. So what, what kind of preventative measures would one take to preventing, you know, build up in your tubes? Just just uh, maintenance. Uh, look at everything, you know, if if you think that something's going on, the dryer is not if you're having a problem with your dryer, it's not dry, drying mm-hmm. properly. And also if, if your dryer seems to be, you know, running longer, the air is not coming out the vent. If the is on you put your hand out towards at the vent on the outside and you mm-hmm. don't feel anything. Right, that's a problem. Uh, that's a good <laughs> (laughs) That's a good sign there's something going on.
1: So keep your vent thing, I guess, you take out of the... Keep that clear because I've seen right. major buildup on that, mm-hmm. and if people don't clean it out between dryer loads, it's not is working as efficiently as right. it should.
3: Right. Right. You
1: know? so and it, w- when you're dealing with these these dryers, and of course they're in different parts of the house, you have them upstairs, you have them downstairs, mm-hmm. you have different lengths that they have to go through. What would be the maintenance schedule to have
3: you guys come out and clear that long line out? That's it's kind of a hard question to ask. It really depends on. How much is it, it is used? Or when's the last time that it was clean? A lot of people have never ever had mm-hmm. their dryer vents, you know, yeah. clean, and they say, "Well, it's running fine, and there's not not a problem." But you really don't know because there hasn't been a problem. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to wait too long until there is a problem.
1: Yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> when you could have a problem, and while you're there doing the dryer vents, you might as well do the the duct cleaning and the air conditioning yes, system absolutely. I guess, with hvac because it, it's amazing to me the kind of stuff that builds up in those those things it, it's incredible even on a on a new build and I, we've talked before and you said yeah i've seen some crazy things left right. in those <laughs> those tubes up in there
3: right and one of the big things about having your um, air ducts clean is one is if it cuts down on the amount of dust that comes into the house, mm-hmm. and if you cut down on the amount of dust that's comes into the house, then if there's somebody there that has allergies that are sensitive to you know different things in, in the air, this will help that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always good to have have those air dust clean. Because yeah. it, and it use special
1: equipment to do that. It's not just uh, running a broom or a little swifter up in there. It's a lot more difficult than
3: that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a lot more complicated than than just running um, a shop vac, uh-huh. you know, in there. Or something like that. So, if that.
1: you were coming in to, to, to clean the ducts, I mean, you have like this, I guess, a huge unit that you can take around and, and put it in the right places to, to get all that cleared out. And you got some kind of tool that goes in there and swirls around or how, how does that work?
3: Yes. Yeah, so the system I use is what we call a, a positive uh, negative system. So, I have um, air being pulled in, in one direction and then also have air being pushed. So, you know, so what's pushing it, the air that is being pushed goes to where the air is being pulled. Which, which is the big vac- vacuum, which has filters on it, so it, it has a, a three-stage filter system in it. It Has okay. a big bag that catches the big junk that's in there, yeah. which we have found, you know, toys, uh, cans, a stick. I mean, all types of, <laughs> types of things. And and yeah. then it goes into another bag-type um, filter, which which catches probably ninety percent of everything else. And then it goes through a big helper, helper filter, which is a hospital-grade filter, so it does Allow anything to come back into the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, that would be pretty scary. And
1: and like I said, we had, like said, even on new construction, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to find you know workers up there that drop something in or put it in there, forget about it, or I mean, hammers, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my well, gosh. On new construction, your, your your big thing is just dust because those vents are open and and stuff falls you know in, in into those floor vents some by accident and some on purpose so uh-huh. you know you never never really know but once you turn that system on then all that's coming back into the house uh-huh. and then that's why most people that move into a new house they're one of their biggest complaint is it is so dusty in here all the time
1: good point i mean i would have never never yeah. thought of that but yeah they're in are sanding drywall like crazy that's mm-hmm. a lot more that's- than you would just do in a diy project right. but you have those guys Guys, uh, pushing a lot of that stuff through there and i mean hopefully they won't have the the system on maybe uh, at that point even if it's connected to that point i don't know but I, I would assume everything's run by that time but yeah that's something to think about so keep that in mind that's a that's a great tip right
3: there what other things do you do so we mentioned the roof cleaning you know all the uh um, the side and the exterior mm-hmm. clean brick and also we clean decks wood decks uh, and, and, and composite decks also mm-hmm. so what's the yeah I, I was always wondering about that you see some of these decks.
1: They look really bad, mm-hmm. and it's just you know the wood has gotten like a grayish color. It's it, you know how do you, how do you fix something like that?
3: Right um the, the big thing with wood wood is like you know brick and everything else once it it, it it gets that that moss or algae that's growing on it it becomes super slick it's even worse than the mm-hmm. uh, concrete and stuff so and once again i have a a solution that that i can spray on it that will kill it and then i can uh rinse it off mm-hmm. and then after that then i can actually even come back and and reseal it or restain oh, okay. um you know the wood so that's important to do that i mean to, to yeah. To keep
1: the the color and the longevity, keep the the kind of the moisture out of it somewhat. You that's
3: why you right, seal it, right? Right, you, okay. you seal it, and it's just my personal opinion, but I rather use a, a stain than a paint on. on wood. I was just going to ask that. I think <laughs> You're the, reading my mind. <laughs> I, I, I think the stain lasts longer and it'll look better for okay. a longer period of time. Yeah. So you
1: come through, clean it. Once it's cleaned and dried, then right. you go through and, and, and put the stain on there. Right. Okay. That's the flooring, the sides, Right. Now, what about composite you said there was uh, some other issues with the composite decks
3: right composite decks now are and they're getting better but they can still have the, the and even some of them have a anti-fungus in them where mm-hmm. um, it doesn't post to allow this algae and stuff to grow it still will grow but but not as as fast so when you clean those you really still you, you have to be careful also yeah um, certain solutions that you put on it can actually damage it and if you use too much pressure, you can actually etch it. You can, you know, just distort, the, you know, the composite. Wow, well, I would think that doing a composite, it's less maintenance. For the most part, yes. Mm-hmm. But no maintenance is not no maintenance. You, yeah. There's things that you still have to do. Yeah, I mean, you're spending a lot of
1: money on these decks. You want to definitely make sure you take care of them, right? You know, and and not damage them even further, but keeping them looking nice. And that's that's why you hire professionals. Absolutely, because you guys know what you're doing, and you're not going to come out there and damage the decking.
3: Right, and for the most part. You know, as professionals, we always carry insurance. You, you know, we are covered, so if something happens, the homeowner is, is, is covered. You know, if, if you, the, the homeowner, go out and take take a pressure washer and you destroy something that's coming out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. If um if if you know if I come out and something happens or I, I didn't see something you're covered because I have insurance.
1: Right. Well, that's that's a great way to to end the programs Hire a professional. Absolutely. And uh, James Sanders here with ABC Cleaning and Restoration and how would they get a hold of you?
3: Um, you can give us a call at 615 615- Nine six nine two two four six or you, you can go on to our, our website okay. at ABC Cleaning T N dot com and there's a uh, form there that you can fill out that and we'll get right back to you
1: hey how easy is that it is super easy <laughs> well springtime's coming folks and uh, we're going to be uh, looking to spruce up the outside a little bit and the best way to do it is get a hold of james here because he's the pro and can direct you in the right direction so james thank you for spending your time and helping educate us on this process <laughs>
3: well thank you for having me on i appreciate it absolutely
1: so that's going to wrap it up for this edition of summer county spotlight this is jeff shannon we'll catch you next week for more uh, Sumner County Spotlight. So
0: long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by F&M Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, F&M Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.